Um, yeah, I'm going to keep it sh- uh, short today for the um, for the break for the taking of the bread and the drinking of the wine. It's not actual wine, but the grape juice. So forgive me, I am a bit nervous. So it's okay. Um, so we were seeking we were seeking God last Wednesday, and I was wondering what to preach on because I hadn't hadn't got anything. So I was brought to this verse in Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter one, verses three through seven. It's a wonderful passage, um, so I'll read it and so if you can please turn to Second Corinthians chapter one, verse three through seven. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble, with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. For just as he, for just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patience, endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. Amen. So we know, we know God is the God of all comfort. I believe as a unit in the body, we comfort those who are going through hardship and those who are suffering. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 2, we're told to carry each other's burdens, and in the same way you will fulfill the law of Christ. What is the law of Christ? Love one another. Jesus leaves us with this command in John chapter 15, verse 12. My command is this, love each other, as I have loved you. Jesus' love is so great for us, he shows us by his suffering on the cross. This same suffering is what we, as a body, should endure for one another. Amen. So hardship and suffering we all go through produces in each and every one of us patience and endurance. And it helps us to help those around us through hardships and suffering. God knows our suffering. All we have to do is be patient, wait on him, lean on him. Through his word and prayer, he will answer. And praise God. I have a verse from Philippians chapter 2, verse 4. And it's, I love this verse, it's a, it's a good verse. Um, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. You know, that's, that's how much we should care for one another. Deny yourself and give those in need. Rather, look after others' interests first 
rather than your own. And in this world, that is hard because we look around us, you know, inflation, prices are rising, food shortages, you know, the list goes on. So how hard it is to put someone's interest first rather than our own? It is hard, you know, because us as humans, you know, we do, we, we put our own interest first rather than looking to a brother or a sister or even an unbeliever interests. And um, yeah, but if you remember when I preached last time, I remember in Proverbs 19.7, don't forget, those who are gracious to the poor lend to the Lord and the Lord will repay him back in full. You know, so you're lending to the Lord when, when you're helping someone and that's awesome. You know, I, I don't want that back from the Lord. No, like I'm just happy just to, to give it. But um, yeah, for us as a body, you know, Christians everywhere, it is probably one of the hardest things and we forget to look after each other's interests forced rather than our own. And if you go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. And there's one word that stands out in that verse and it's compassion and there's a good example of compassion in the Bible about the leper when the leper approaches Jesus now we all know a leper back then you know no one would touch them no one would talk to them no one would put yourself in his shoes no one would basically go near you you know so this leper walks up to Jesus basically he's not left you know no one wants to know him no one wants to speak to him nothing but Jesus shows his compassion when the leper asks us, Lord if you are willing cleanse me and Jesus says I am willing that's compassion God God's compassion for us and I'm going to read out Psalm 103 and the theme of this psalm is God's great love for us. What God, what God does for us tells us what he is really like. And this is a great example of what God does for each and every one of us. And it's written by David. So I'm just going to read it out. And I know it's a long, it's a long psalm, but there's longer ones in there. <laughs> um, so, praise the Lord, all my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, all my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. 
who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers us, sorry, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field, and the wind blows over it, and it is gone. And his place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him. And the righteous, there's righteousness of his children, children's children, with those who keep his covenant. And remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts. You, his servants, will do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works. Everywhere in his dominion, praise the Lord, O my soul. That's a beautiful psalm. And describes God perfectly. And I just want to give us a few reminders of who God is so we can let us sink in for a minute. So God, God forgives our sin. God heals all diseases. God redeems our life from the pit. God crowns us with love and compassion. God satisfies our desires with good things. God works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. God made his ways known to Moses. God is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. God will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. God does not treat us as our sins deserve. God does not repay according to our iniquities. God is to be feared. God's love is with those who fear him. Amen. This is our mighty God, our creator, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So, you see, if we do these things in the body, when we love one another, help one another, pray for each other, put people's interests before our own, I believe this creates a mold and molds us, the church, into one mind, one spirit, 
an unbreakable love between us all. The same love Christ Jesus has for us, an unbreakable love. If one suffer, we all suffer. If one is comforted, we're all comforted. And then Philippines chapter 4, verse 9. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of all peace will be with you. And the question is, are we hearers of the word or are we hearers and doers of the word? Of the word? And uh, I would encourage us, when you go home tonight, even through the next couple of days when you're seeking the Lord, read Psalm 103 before seeking to remind yourself God's compassion and love he has for you. And praise God. And uh, I'm just going to finish off in prayer. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for, for the compassion you have for us, Lord, for the love you have for us, Lord. We just ask, Lord, that you continue to lead us Keep us, Lord. Meet our needs, Lord. We are so grateful, Lord, for the things that you've given us, Lord. We're so grateful for each other, Lord. Help us to grow in unity, Lord. Become one-minded in the body, Lord. Help us to love one another more and more every day, Lord. We are so grateful, Lord, that we can be a part of you, Lord. We're so grateful for your, for your message, Lord. We're grateful, we're grateful for your gospel, Lord. We do ask, Lord, to save our families, Lord. Save our friends, our neighbours, Lord. You can only do this, Lord. We just pray, use us as your vessel where you seem fit, Lord. Prepare the hearts of those out there, Lord, to receive your message. And use us, Lord, as your workers. Praise your holy name. In Jesus' name. Amen.